Greetings to everyone listening to the TBH podcast. To be honest, we have a lot of sketchy thoughts and we would love to share them with you. Join us, Manya, Seher, and Nat for your weekly dose of funny banter, our somewhat controversial opinions and honest conversations. You can expect a wide range of topics from TV show reviews to childhood nostalgia, from the latest trends to Gen Z culture. Don't worry, we'll spill the tea as well. So we all have problems. Some of us are more self-aware of them while others maybe not. We sometimes want to consciously escape from those problems while other times we subconsciously distract ourselves in multiple ways. And I feel like the year 2020 was transformative for all of us and escapism and coping mechanisms played a very important role in helping us get through one of the most challenging years we've ever faced. Yeah, there were times in 2020 where I was just really really desperate to get out of the house with my friends. Mhm. I used to spend so much time on Instagram just scrolling. I mean my screen time was so was insanely high last year. I just mm. stopped checking my screen time. I was like I cannot deal with this negativity day in and day out. I tried to put a screen limit but that didn't work clearly. Same. I still have a screen limit and I ignore it every single day religiously. <laughs> Same. <laughs> on every app. <laughs> I also sometimes want to desperately just dive into a world of fiction and not, you know, care about reality and not what's happening around me, you know. Yeah, yeah. I get that. I get that. Especially when I get super invested in a TV show or a book, then I genuinely start believing that I'm living that particular life and I'm not part of this world. It it's really weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So guys today's topic is escapism. Now let's talk about it. How should we start this? Um probably let's let's just start with what does escapism mean to you guys? What do you think is escapism? And you know 2020 is definitely had made us like escape a lot of times so mm. I I feel like for me when I think about escapism I just think of a way i try to kind of escape is literally quite literally escape whatever is going on um or anything that's you know bothering me or troubling me how i try to kind of escape from it how i try to detach myself from it um i think uh yeah i think that's um what i would that to me that is escapism I think for me escapism is just when I'm actively trying to do everything but dealing with that task or emotion that mm. I should be dealing with in that moment but I will just right. do everything all everything that's it's probably even unnecessary you know like I'll mm. clean my room I'll wipe my table I'll go watch a show that I don't even care about so I will do every single thing on earth but deal with that task or emotion exactly yeah so it is like at the end of the day avoiding that problem or that fear or insecurity or whatever um so yeah that's that's all true and escapism i think is seen as a very negative word but i think according to me it can be negative and positive negative in the sense that well at the end of the day you are avoiding um your actual issue so definitely that is not a good thing but i think it can also be positive that you know you working so much the entire day, day that you you need to escape from it and you you know watching um an episode of a tv show or doing anything else just escaping from your really busy work life 
can sometimes help and actually be positive for you so i think it can be seen in both the ways yeah a healthy break is good i agree definitely and i think that there are healthy ways to escape you know i i feel like whenever we talk about escapism it there's always kind of a negative connotation to it everyone thinks not everyone but some people think that you know it, you're 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 either just avoiding something or you're procrastinating but sometimes i think you can just look at it as taking a break from you know you're a very mundane and just day to day life that we all kind of live and that's important exactly sometimes i think our problems emotionally or mentally you know can get very overwhelming so it is important to get out of that whole system especially when you're dealing with that problem or that situation 24/7 and it's not mm-hmm. exactly under your control mm exactly that's exactly what the pandemic was honestly cuz in 2020 um we all were under a lockdown and it, it it was we could not escape it and i think it really forced us to deal with all the emotions that we were feeling exactly mm, and yeah. i think a lot of i mean not a lot most of us can agree because it was such a universal experience first when the pandemic hit us and we were all um you know most uh, most places were definitely under lockdown for a certain amount of time and i think um you know being at home and kind of being in a situation that's beyond your control you don't know what's going to happen because at the time last year there was not that much information available um compared to what we have now we were we were all dealing with a lot of emotions but what made it different is that we were kind of confined to our homes like our very limited space so you know if for you for example if if for someone if their way of escaping is leaving the house or you know just you know meeting friends or just socializing um like socializing a lot that really wasn't an option because you kind of had to face whatever you were going through in the moment at home or wherever you were you know locked down if you were locked down that is probably yes <laughs> i think the whole world was just under lockdown so yeah also i feel like beyond a point escapism can get unhealthy for you and i think for me so i i have um practiced healthy and unhealthy escapism i think for me healthy was um you know listening to music and maybe talking to someone um i think talking to my friends and stuff was actually i think it's healthy so yeah what about when you guys i think of my form of escapism or when i think of um what i do to kind of detach myself or take a break from everything i do the usual i like to um listen to music i enjoy painting or i just um in general i just i like to be on my own you know i think mm. that's when uh, that's 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 how i like to personally escape i just like to be on my own and do things um by myself and not surround myself with people um but at the same time i also feel like i don't really sometimes it's hard to kind of recognize when something is getting too unhealthy hmm. or when it's you know when it's overstepping those boundaries No, definitely, I agree. I think one really has to slow down, pause, and question themselves. Like, 
am i being intentional with how i spend my time and energy and you know am i doing this right is this escapism or maybe i'm just taking a break you know taking a break versus escapism is a whole other thing because um taking a break and not like it's not always escapism you know yeah i agree how do you guys differentiate the two like for example how do you know that you know you're just taking a break or how do you know that you're essentially escaping a certain situation that you don't want to deal with in the moment i think for me the dividing line is when you're doing something and you're focusing on it and then it's not affecting other aspects of your life like you're still eating on time you like you know you're also doing other activities at the same time mm-hmm. you know you're just you're maintaining a routine or you're taking care of yourself but i feel like it's escapism when you're just doing that one activity and then everything in your in your life is taking a back seat just everything even the most basic things mm. yeah, i think I, there is a very thin line of difference but for me it's um taking a break i am fully invested in that activity and i i like what i'm doing but sometimes escapism for me is just that uh there's always this thing um you know there's a constant like reminder at the back of my head that there is this thing you're avoiding and it's very mm. subtle sometimes sometimes i just choose to ignore it so that that is when i just i'm not self aware and then sometimes i just have to um you know stop what i'm doing and actually confront the problem because otherwise it's just always going to be there at the back of my head and it's always going to annoy me no definitely i i agree and that's a really good point that you both made that for me i think i i know the difference between taking a break and you know escaping but in a more unhealthy way is that when i when i'm taking a break i feel like i'm genuinely excited about it and i'm happy to you know be watching a tv show or painting or reading or listening to music but when i know that i'm avoiding a particular situation um you know if i'm if i'm avoiding a particular situation by doing the same activities that i would do when i'm taking a break i don't feel necessarily happy about it because like you said there's just this constant reminder at the back of my head there's this constant kind of almost anxiousness anxiety that okay you you're doing this now but you need to get to this that this you need to address this problem that you've been avoiding mm. and i feel like there's some amount of guilt too 100%. like to a certain extent but that guilt does not come when you're escaping it comes later i for me and especially i think um, for me unhealthy escapism which i practice a lot is mindlessly consuming social media or watching a lot of youtube videos just binging on it and i i i feel like whenever i'm getting too overwhelmed with emotions i just quickly um open up instagram and just scroll through and that honestly just It, in a certain way it makes me less human because honestly it just uh, my emotions just vanish i become numb and i just scroll through insta and just consume it uh, what about you guys do you have any unhealthy escapism coping mechanisms kind of thing yeah i feel like i do the same i open up youtube and i just start watching like stand up comedy mm-hmm. or i'll watch some funny show or sitcom just a mm-hmm. comfort show to not deal with that emotion right and then i forget about it for a while but then eventually i have to deal with it so okay 
Um, I think for me, when that's what I I feel like I kind of struggle with knowing the difference because I think whatever I do in a in a healthy manner or you know in uh like in balance is also maybe sometimes like when I'm when I when I'm you know stressed about something then maybe I'm overdoing it or I'm just avoid or I'm just avoiding the situation. So what I mean by that is. I sometimes feel like when I'm when I try to avoid like my way of escaping is just not dealing with it. So I just basically feel like I kind of shut myself off and um you know try to kind of isolate myself from the situation um both mentally and physically. Like I don't really feel like interacting with people and things like that. Mhm. I do that too. for a lot of people there's also alcohol and drugs which is again extremely unhealthy so yeah but um i actually had this question at the beginning of the pandemic you know how everyone was making bread there was this whole trend of making breads banana and bread and yeah dalgona coffee dalgona coffee dalgona right. coffee yeah so do you think that was a kind of escapism from the whole pandemic I mean I wouldn't really say escapism I think that people were quite literally just bored being at home or you right. know just tired of being at home so you, that's why you know these very simple trends just became so popular like when you really think about it now baking banana bread is really not that big of a deal like you can do it anytime <laughs> exactly. or or like dalgona coffee it's just another way of making coffee but it's whipped on top but because you know we didn't we weren't being able to do much it was such a break from our daily busy lives that the smallest of things became you know something to do it was literally like your it's something to do it's something to occupy your mind with you know it yeah. takes an hour to make banana bread it takes 20 minutes to make dalgona coffee it's just something to occupy yourself with hmm mm-hmm. so we've talked about how we don't face a problem but you know the objective at the end of the day is to create a life where you're no longer escaping or escaping very little and how do you think um you what do you guys do to face a problem or face an issue um i think for me when i try when i when i know that there's a certain conflict or something that i a problem or a situation that isn't the most pleasant i think my first reaction definitely is you know to because i i personally feel that i don't I don't particularly like confrontation but then I eventually get around to doing it so initially I'll try to deny the fact that this is a problem but then eventually I just want to get it over with you know I want it to be mm. done and dusted so then mm. I feel like I just kind of quite literally dive it deep into it so if I if it's it, it it doesn't have to be anything big you know if it's just something that I've been putting off like something i need to get done and i've just been putting it off for multiple days or weeks then i'll just you know i'll stress about it first but then i'll just get into it because at that point i'm just thinking about getting it done mm-hmm. um i yeah. think i also i i feel like i don't acknowledge it always the problem i deny that it's a problem or i make it 
I just think it's a small issue. So then I just don't deal with it. And I'm just like, this is not even a problem. This is stupid. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I think for me, this actually happened one time. Um, I was avoiding the emotion of guilt. And for two straight days, I just made myself numb to it. When, and it came to a point where I could not handle it anymore. And I just... Um, had to apologize to that person and after apologizing honestly like a weight had been lifted and it was so hard to do but I think there is definitely like a delayed gratification because at that time you'll feel like you don't want to do it and it's like the worst thing and it's what is the what is the point of this but I think you come out as a better person yeah Definitely. And what I notice about the way I deal with certain situations is that I'll I'll think it's a much bigger deal than it really is. And then once it when when it comes around to actually, you know, solving that problem or just dealing with it, then I then when I look back and reflect on it, I just I'm like, wait, this wasn't even that big of a deal. Like why was I stressing about it so much? Oh, wow. Nat is the complete opposite. That's yeah, interesting. I just figured. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I think I've always been like that, you know, even with when it even with when it comes to like school, for example, um, I mean, I'm not in school anymore. I'm in college. But, um, but if, I mean, I'm talking about re- problems that you realize now that don't matter. So, for example, if I had an assignment that I was, you know, putting off for the longest time, I'll I would literally stress myself out for a week. But then when I when it actually came around to doing it, I would get it done with. But then when I would reflect on it later, I'm like, why did I cause that much mental stress and just anxiety over that task? Because I was able to do it, you know, eventually. But I just, I almost feel like I psych myself out and just overthink, essentially. Uh, to a point where it's unhealthy because then I realize that it really isn't that big of a deal. True. And I think um, a way to figure if you're escaping or not, more to be like, you know, self-aware, um, is to really question yourself and take time off to, you know, self-reflect. And I think stop avoiding the fear. And it's definitely easier said than done. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. you just really have to self-reflect. Yeah, and I think introspecting is very important because mm-hmm. I just realized very recently that I'm very bad at dealing with conflict. Like it, it just makes me very anxious when I have to deal with conflict. It makes me uncomfortable, and I just feel like it's an attack on me, which it's obviously not. But yeah. that's what I'm thinking when I'm in the middle of conflict. No, yeah, mm-hmm. it's just difference of opinion. Yeah, there's no attack I at agree. all. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think that it's re- and I get where where you ca- are coming from because I I feel like a lot of the times it's it's hard to hear. For example, what I mean is that when I'm speaking about myself, whenever anybody gives me constructive criticism or constructive feedback, at first, of course, it's it's a hum it's it's human to kind of you know take it personally or feel yeah. bad about yeah. it but but then you also need to realize that it's it's good to take in 
that feedback because ultimately you need to you need to like it's important that all of us stay that we stay grounded and the people who are closest to us they will tell us and they will call us out or even if it's not calling us out they would they would give us feedback or you know constructive criticism that's ultimately going to help us so while it may feel a bit you know initially it does feel awkward or weird hearing it eventually it it's better in the long run you're right you're 100% right i think for me also um journaling has helped because journaling really um starts a flow of thoughts and once i start to write i think um i also start to realize that okay maybe this is not the way it looks like and maybe i am actually avoiding this 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 why am i running away what am i running away from etc etc so i think um journaling for me has definitely helped yeah i do like to journal as well although i will say i don't journal every day i feel like i journal only when i really need to let something out um that's when it kind of comes out like you know word vomit you just basically exp- like you're just writing everything down so right. i i do like to journal because it's it's also nice to have a record of it because you know sometimes when i reread my journal entries from even from last year or even last week i realize you know when that's when you kind of start being that that's when you start reflecting and then i realize that okay in the moment i was feeling this way but maybe i could have dealt with it better so it's nice to have like a physical record of your feelings quite literally 100% and even honestly i also do not journal every day it's only when it's the emotions are just too overwhelming so i just yeah word vomit quite literally yeah but you know something about journaling that i've noticed is that i tend to do it um only when i'm having you know mostly negative feelings but something that i definitely want to try is also journaling you know positive moments because um i mean i think that's also important because that's also significant because i think what happens is that when you for me at least when i only journal you know times that were hard then i start thinking that oh my god like this was so bad and all of that but all but obviously yeah. in the middle there were plenty of things that were gr- good as well you know it's a balance everything is a balance in life so i think i want to start journaling you know the happy and good moments as well honestly i think that's a really good idea yeah same i think even i uh, especially since 2020 it's been so negative all the entries um so i think that's also one thing i would want to like practice mm-hmm. yeah. um i feel like uh, i think I, i kind of took to spirituality in 2020 mm. and it makes a lot of sense to me and i feel like it's it's helped me positively and i think mm-hmm. it's it's just made me a more positive person mm-hmm. so i meditate i script i journal sometimes i manifest and i feel like these things have just help me a lot mhm and i'm how so glad think, that i found spirituality and how do you think say something like manifestation has helped you i think um i feel like sometimes when your manifestation doesn't come through it is stressful but when you mm-hmm. when you look at it i feel like a lot of my manifestations have come through come through i mean 
Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's really helped me and that's given me confidence that I can manifest bigger better things. Yeah. So that's how it's helped me but I will say that it's a little stressful sometimes. So it's but not you, all good. Yeah, and do you think it's it's like manifestation it, it's also helpful because in a way you're kind of like you're visualizing something, you know, if you yes. for example, it's like if you um just as an example, you know, if if any of you are you know you want you really want to go to like a college badly or you really want a job and you know you you you're basically like visualizing your future you're a for, like it's almost like affirmations you're telling yourself yeah. that and so subconsciously you will work towards it do you, you think will that's work how towards it yeah and it also like um stimulates really good feelings within you because when you're visualizing right you have you feel good you genuinely feel good and manifestation is a lot about feeling it's not just blind writing about something or just you know blind affirmations it's so much about feeling and if there's no feeling then most likely a manifestation won't come through mm so it's exactly. all about feeling right and i think a lot of times you know people think that you know manifestation is something really outlandish like you need to write down goals that seem unattainable like oh i will have a billion dollars or i will have 10 cars but that's not what it is like it's about it's obviously about like visualizing goals that are attainable like you can Definitely. do something but Definitely. also it's okay to also kind of go beyond like your means yeah. um in terms of like your thinking and stuff like that like it's also important not to like restrict yourself definitely and i feel like when you're manifesting and if you're a new manifestor you manifest with something that's believable like mm-hmm. i get a 500 i get 500 dollars now that's a little believable you could get 500 dollars but if you're going to start with oh i'm going to be a billionaire right now you're not a billionaire you don't have the means and everything around you is telling you you're not a billionaire so start with something that's doable because that gives you confidence that you can then manifest bigger better things So I think right. that's very important. Belief is a very important aspect of it. So yeah, it was just two days back. Nat texted in the group saying, "Listen, I'm manifesting for a podcast. Give me a believable number and stuff, and be realistic." And yeah, so I think this conversation really got me back to our chats. Then yeah, and also a lot of people diss manifesting, and they say, "Oh, it's it's satanic, or it's it's not normal, or." It's, it's delusional. It's delusional, but it's not because um, mm. this is not conclusive proof. But a lot of religions actually do talk about manifestation. They talk yeah. about it in Hinduism. Uh, Christianity talks about it, and not everything that's in religious books is true. But there's people who have achieved a lot of things through manifestation. So there are so many success stories out there. There are so many channels that talk about manifestation. There are so many YouTubers, and there are like there are people who have managed to successfully manifest. So it's not something that's new. It's been there for ages. It's been there for centuries. People have been doing it, so it's not something completely new or completely outlandish. It's been there for a while. Yeah, and I think what people need to understand is that manifestation it it's not just putting out things and expecting it to happen. The point is that you're. your effort like it's it's an affirmation and then you work towards it Definitely. it's not just like you state something like oh i want to go to harvard for example but then after you manifested it, it's like what are you doing to go there you also have to work towards it so it, it goes both ways part. exactly yeah um 
also i'm sorry i hope this doesn't sound like an interview but how do you think meditation has helped you i think meditation really calms me down and i just meditate off youtube there are these videos there are these 5 minute 10 minute meditation videos and they focus on um a lot of them focus on your like crown chakra or heart chakra or like your third eye chakra and when you meditate and then meditation also a lot of meditations on youtube they also include visualizing your desire Mm-hmm. Any one particular desire, so I feel like that also makes you feel good. And there's really calming music, and you know they ask you questions about, you know, if everything was ideal, where would you be? How do you want to show up in your life? Mm-hmm. And these are questions I think we need to be thinking about. How do you want to show up in your life? Right. What right. kind of person do you want to be? These are important questions that we should be thinking about. Hmm. and a lot of these meditations do include these questions so i feel like it, it's very helpful mhm right and i think as humans we're just we're just so wired to think negatively you know our first thought 100%. is what if it doesn't yeah. work out but what yeah. if it does work out i don't know why we never think about the positive of it what if it does work out what if you do get that job what if you do pass that exam no but i think there is also always this fear that um you build up an expectation and then it just doesn't happen absolutely So I think that is why humans are wired to think in a negative way instead of the positive. I agree. But I also feel like sometimes we tend to think negatively like our first instinct is to think negatively or in a pessimistic manner because we all are so afraid of failure that it almost seems that you know putting out the fact you know if your initial um response to something is that yes this will happen it's positive it's almost like the fear of failure or the fear of disappointment gets the best it it gets to us you know that's why i feel like a lot of us think negatively i do and i feel like society doesn't prepare you adequately for failure it doesn't it, yeah it doesn't for sure i mean i think especially over here um failure is literally seen as like the worst it's the worst thing that can ever happen to someone failing yeah, it and it definitely. starts and it starts from a young age right like it's failing your exams when you're in school then you know not getting the job you want not you know in not settling down quote on quote yeah um not like hitting these milestones that people right. say that you need to hit is it's it's seen as like a failure and and i think that's why all of us it's it almost feels like we're in like a rat race you know yeah but yeah. we are in a rat race <laughs> yeah definitely are in a rat race no but also i think society quite literally judges you your character your personality based on your success or failure in life yeah your achievements yeah exactly and a lot of the times I feel like it's monetary achievements. So, you know, for yeah. example, when when you talk about someone who's successful, you know, whenever we talk about success, we always attribute success to like wealth, like how much money has this person made, or what is their what are their qualifications, you know, CEO, manager, whatever. But we never talk about success like in terms of your emotional emotional growth. your emotional mm. growth you know you you never talk about how you've learned how to you know maybe manage your anxiety or you've learned how to cope with something in a better way it's always about 
it's always things that you can physically see you know like yes. you can see the it's like you can see the result of some of of making money like you know if you're wealthy you probably i don't know guys i don't know how this how wealth works but you guys get what i mean it's like yeah. you can see the result you know like oh i've made a lot of money so it's like i have 10 cars or i live in a huge house you know it's like something that you can see but that's not always success that's not and success is so subjective exactly. you know for some people going to college is success because they never thought they'd make it to college we all have such different aims and goals and success is so subjective but society doesn't realize it but also i feel like when we talk about society like we all like we as people make up society so in a way it's also how we think about it subconsciously like what you mentioned about going to college is is it is an achievement a lot of people don't realize it that it, a lot of people don't realize that it is an achievement but i think because it's so ingrained in us since we are kids that you have to go to college you have to yeah. get a job that we when once we hit these milestones like once we graduate school phase in life exactly yeah. exactly yeah. Mm-hmm. coming back to our topic i like um, what i like that we were on a different tangent just, i like yeah. the tangent we came on i like it mm-hmm. yeah and okay i had a question in my mind um Wait, I completely forgot. Okay, yeah. So wait, why is it? Do you guys? I mean, why do you think it's important to deal with your problems rather than you know running away from it? Because I think your problems can eventually manifest into your future relationships and friendships. And I feel mm. like if you identify a problem early on, it's easier mm. to deal with it than maybe like five years later. Mm. Yeah, one hundred percent. And I think. Um, unresolved problems it can be problems like your your fear your insecurity any situation any experience or anything you've been through and those unresolved problems can be minute at the time and that can just you know it's like it's like a dull it's like a migraine you'll just like wait it out or like it's like you know this dull pain you can live with and you'll wait for it to pass mm-hmm. but just as you're covering it up and piling it all up together and not confronting it is just is just going to make it lead worse. to a yeah it's just going to lead to a breakdown and you could be at the brink of a breakdown and you won't even realize it like you can be listening to music or you can be talking to your friends and you can just suddenly start like <laughs> this is this is weird has this ever happened to you where you suddenly just start like you get hit by something you start crying and like you know you just you just get hit by just such bunch of emotions and yeah. reality comes like reality just crashes and it's like then you just have a breakdown so i think it's it's very important to confront your problems when they are minute and can be resolved because if you keep piling it up it can just get it'll just get worse and worse and worse and your brain can just go down like a really dark hole so um i think break through before you break down will be what i say yeah i like I that think, yeah it's very quotable i think it's very quotable agreed i think also like in the moment um of confrontation it's it's not at all fun but as i've already said before there's always like this delayed gratification because you'll come out making better decisions 
you and you took that time you took that um confrontation and you took that time off to grow and you know um have get some more wisdom honestly so yeah and you have reflected so it's just there is i think you will appreciate it either a day down the line or a week or a year but i think there will be a time where you will appreciate it like oh my god it is because of that time it is because of that situation which i confronted um now that you know now i'm having a similar thing or now i'm going through a similar thing like i can i can deal with it better you know absolutely yeah. exactly and i and i feel like when it it's important to deal with your problems because like you said it's kind of like if you have a cold for example or you have a fever and you just mm. choose to avoid it and mm. you don't take care of yourself you know despite having 103 fever you go out you 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 know eat whatever you want you you don't take care of yourself that will eventually snowball into something much bigger and you'll end up feeling even more exhausted and sicker for a longer period of time and that's how i see dealing with your problems it's like the longer you wait it out or the longer you procrastinate something it just spirals into something bigger and unnecessary almost because it didn't have to get to this stage you know if you just dealt with it at the start definitely yeah. dude and mm. i think a way to just um not escape and like also another way is just i think just a basic thing of self care and taking time off to self reflect and just taking breaks for yourself i think just doing basic things like this will make your lifestyle better and your mental health better mhm yeah right um also i just wanted to know that when you guys are going through you know a rough time or or not even a rough time just you just any situation are you the type of people that want to be around other people like do you think you are some do you think you like to be around other people or do you like to be by yourself that's a very good question um so for me i have a great support system and i have no problem being you know um telling my problems to people to my close of friends and family and being vocal about it and i think i've done that like i just if i have a problem which um you know i'm not able to deal with on my own or something i have a great support system so i talk to people about it but i think one thing which i want to actually practice is dealing with my problems on my own and it's not like um you know talking to people about it is a bad thing but i just want to be less dependent and more self reliant i think when you're spending time alone just like <clears throat> isolation i think problems can really be solved or you know better understood and i think um if you have no distractions around you you can like face the problem head on So I think that is something which I want to do, like you know, just try and solve problems on my own. Nat, do you wanna? Yeah, yeah. I think for me, um, when I'm dealing with a situation, I don't step out of my room at all. I think mm-hmm. I isolate, like Seher said, I isolate, and I think I do tell my friends about it sometimes, and then sometimes I don't, and I just deal with it on my own. So right. I think I think it really depends. depends on what the problem is hmm. but i think hmm. a lot of times i deal with it on my own 
Yeah, I feel like you know what what you said, Manya. I feel like I kind of am the opposite. I feel I I think that I uh I do tell other people, but also um. I tell other people but I try to downplay how much it actually bothers me because I feel like I yes. don't want to burden other people with my problems. So what I want to do is I want to actually I want to start approaching more people and being more honest and stop kind of bottling things up because I feel like if something still bothers me after a period of time i wouldn't want to talk about it because i feel like other people may think that okay it's over you know it's past it's done you know this this is this is not important um so yeah i think i just want to be more honest and open hmm. yeah also not everyone may understand your problems and i feel like because the other person's probably not going through the same thing they might there's this fear that they might like invalidate your problem or not view it view it as that view it as important or you mm. know they might feel that oh that's that's such a stupid thing to be stressed about mm. exactly that's that, but that's to fun. you personally it's a big deal because it's affected you so much mm-hmm. and it's wrecked have 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 in your life yeah you know? so yeah mm. Mm. no i i get that it's it's interesting because i feel like all of us have such different ways of coping right all of us have different coping mechanisms and um it's 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 like weird how we all deal with it because i feel like some some people their way of dealing with certain things is literally throwing themselves into just a pool of people you know like surrounding yourself with different like people so that you're quite literally distracted from your own mind while yeah. other people tend to just other people like to just be like deep into like their like they like to just be on their own and really wallow in their emotions and things like that no yeah that that definitely has happened to me this one time i was um i think my friends had called me uh, for lunch or something and I was I don't know I I feel like that time when I was just before leaving the house I just introspected and I was like do I am I meeting them just cuz you know I mean oh I haven't met them in a really long time I miss them I generally want to meet them and this will generally make me happy or am I just doing this to out of desperation and just to like avoid avoid stuff you know just mm-hmm. to be distracted from what is actually bothering me so i think i think one rory has to make a conscious effort to question themselves and just see if it's actually generally making you happy or you're just doing it out of desperation you know definitely do and if you are doing it out of desperation please stay back and <laughs> please self reflect and just yeah just spend time with yourself so guys any other any other points Yeah I I I do actually have a question um how do you think your your coping mechanisms have changed over time I feel like they haven't changed though I mean uh, I mean I think the way I deal with stuff hasn't changed that the way hasn't changed but the you know the the things I do to deal with it has changed if that makes sense I get what you're saying yeah right so 
yeah the so i i can listen to music and i i'll 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 probably deal with it that way i mean actually you know um i have also started playing the keyboard and i think that is one way of accepting my emotions like it's it's weird because i'm i'm somewhat escaping but i'm also accepting my emotions it's very weird i don't know if this this makes sense but No, it makes sense. Also, she's a really sense. good keyboard player. She yeah, can play blindfolded. Yeah, she plays really well. And guys, she's not trained. This it's talent. She is not a trained um keyboard player. But Girls guys, skills. Exactly. You guys are, okay. No, All right. I but you know honestly, Manya, I don't know. I don't feel like it's escapism. I I mean it's I mean I don't feel like you're escaping something. I almost feel like you're channeling your feelings into playing the keyboard you know it's kind mm. of like when you know it's kind of like artists when they when they're i'm, I'm not saying every artist only paints when they're stressed what i'm trying to say is that you kind of channel your emotions through art right. or you channel your emotions through dance or in your case right. i feel like you you you're doing that by um playing the keyboard by playing an instrument yeah as of now but honestly actually the reason why i said it's somewhat escapism is because i feel like i'm accepting the situation then there then and there but it's just i'm not doing anything about it at that time but maybe so, playing the keyboard is doing something about it like it doesn't have to be you know you know oh, maybe to fix it but it's like playing the keyboard you are doing something about it it helps you calm down and when we talk about dealing with a problem i don't feel like every time confrontation is times just right. accepting it for what it is is important and then dealing your deal your way of dealing with that is you know like you said listening to music or playing the keyboard or journaling etc right 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 100% yeah i think you're very right about channeling the um emotions because that is something i i do definitely and it's and at the end of the day like i don't really believe that everything you do needs to be productive but if you think of it in a way it's like you're playing the keyboard you're playing an instrument something good is coming out of it you know quote on quote good like you know it's it's not like you know you're not being destructive in any way you're not being self destructive in any way mm-hmm. that is that is true yeah what about you guys like have your coping mechanisms changed or what is up with that yeah i think a little bit um Yeah, I feel like I'm going to I'm going to bring up spirituality again because that's my newest coping mechanism. So Go I think ahead. Yeah, meditation and stuff has helped and I I don't think that was a part of my life before. So that is my new coping mechanism. And what were you doing before? Before I think it was just, you know, binge watching or binge eating and isolation and all of that stuff. And I still do that, but I think spirituality is just a new coping mechanism. Right. Mm. Again, Sahar, what about Sahar? What about you? I feel like for me, um, I I think a lot of uh, the I I feel like for me before I would not really do any uh, thing about it. Like I didn't have any outlet to to channel my pain or my whatever my emotions, <laughs> if you will. I don't know whatever. Like I so I would just kind of bottle it up. But now I feel like I have different ways, right? Like. I'll either you know listen to music or I'll paint or I'll 
paint or I'll write. But most importantly, I think what's changed for me is that I I feel like I'm better equipped to talk about it. Like if something bothers me, or if somebody, not just somebody or something, like I just feel like I know how to talk about it better, and I'm not scared to voice out my feelings. Before I feel like I would just think that avoid it because I'm scared of what the other person would think of me. Right, and um. you can totally on you can totally not answer if you don't want to but how um like how do you transition into being that person who is okay with voicing their problems like how is mm. like how do you transition into that i mean it's hard but it's not easy it doesn't just i don't know it just does it doesn't it's not like you wake up one morning and you decide that i'm going to do this it's yeah, like yeah. it's a process i don't know exactly how it changed but i think just as i've as i've become older i'm, I'm almost 19 it's i've just realized that i can't that it's that it's important to not that i can't just be a people pleaser you know like i feel like mm. that was one of my biggest issues is that I used to always want to, you know, make other people happy or please other people, and I'm and I still do that. I know that part of me, there's, it's definitely there. It's not like it's just disappeared, but now I, but I just feel like I'm, I'm better at saying that, okay, maybe not, you know, I'm I'm better at saying no to something that I don't agree with, or mm. or you know, voicing a disagreement. I feel like before. I if if I disagreed with someone's opinion I would just keep it to myself and not like say it because I you know because again that whole conflict thing I yeah. don't want to deal with it but now I say it and and I and and I kind of am accepting that every not everyone's going to like you for you it's impossible not everyone's going to like you not everyone's going to agree with you and that's okay wow I think yeah that's that's a very important lesson if I may say so yeah And I think yeah. um, I've known you all for quite some time now, and I've, I can definitely say that uh, I think we all have gone through some character growth and um, personality growth. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel. And I, <laughs> yeah, and I feel like even in our friendship, like in any friendship, like I, I think that there's just a degree of you know just openness. Right. Like you know, we can tell each other anything, like good or bad. Okay, this sounds like we're just. I'm just. We're just patting our own backs. But what I'm trying to say is that it's like there's just this level of openness and th- that wherein I don't feel like we need to hide anything. Or if I if something the other person not even bothers, like we just we just want to say something. We always are just really open about it, and it's chill. Yeah, It's no, chill. definitely. There is that level of comfort between us. I think I've also gotten better at talking about my feelings. I didn't, I didn't do that before, and I think I over, I over to myself and I over to my friends. Yeah, I feel like it's become it's become better because of you all to a certain extent. I feel like I can tell both of you a lot of things that I feel like I couldn't. you understand the definition and once you understand the meaning properly then you have to actually spend some time reflecting keep some time off a week or daily honestly however you know whatever yeah. whenever you get time it's just you need to keep some time 
what am i saying sorry you need to keep some time off just for self reflection and think about you know ask yourself like are you doing this because it makes you happy or i think this is just i'm repeating myself but honestly there's just so much emphasis on questioning yourself because you need to really pause and question yourself and introspect are you are you doing all these things are they making you happy are you doing it out of desperation are you just do you just want to do it for the sake of it so yeah and then if you if you conclude that you're escaping what are you running from why why are you like escaping so i think this is definitely i i i am saying this again this is definitely easier said than done but um yeah i think should give it a try if you happen and, and also th- it's important to realize that not all growth is tangible yeah 100% 100% said so, you have any ending thing to add no i agree with you guys and i just feel like the point of today's podcast was just kind of to even though we may not have come to any conclusive you know solution that this is how you deal with it deal with your problems because there is no answer everyone's different i guess we just wanted to kind of openly talk about it and what we do and you know what's helped us over the years things like that yeah and i think self care and taking breaks is definitely a thing which has helped me for sure and self care yeah. is so subjective you know self self care can mean anything self care could literally mean doing your skin care routine at night and that is a form of self care yes or like 100% even, or like you know sleeping an extra hour like yeah. that is self care that sounds amazing well. that sounds, that sounds so like thinking about it now <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, So I think it's 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 whatever works for you. Yeah. Cool and also break through before you break down. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Okay. Cool. Okay, so on that note, we've come to an end on this week's episode of the TBH podcast. Thank you to our listeners for joining us and for your continued support. Make sure to tune in for another exciting episode very soon. Where where are your hosts? Manya, Sahel, and Nat signing off.